offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Everyone hates getting a traffic ticket, but now there's a way to fight it with offtherecord.com. Our buddy Eric here got one on the way to the Coastal Range Rally, got a little traffic ticket, was a little scared. He fought the ticket. So uh, why don't you tell him how easy it was, Eric? Yeah, it's never never a great situation when you got pulled over, you got fines, possible points on your record to be faced with, but I have never had such a seamless transaction when it comes to fighting a ticket. I mean, it was just as simple as downloading the app, sending off a picture, and then they were in constant like communication the whole entire time, and I got zero owed, and everything went smoothly. That's so awesome. So zero money owed, zero points on your record. Yep. Basically, you know, having a traffic ticket, it can be stressful, and it was just one less thing. I knew I had somebody there fighting for it, and they're dedicated to it, so they have a strategy that worked out to a T, and like I said, I mean, it, it, it was just... A, it was just an easy experience, and it was exactly the result anybody would want. And I didn't even have to put too much effort into it, which worked out for the best. That's awesome. So go to offtherecord.com and enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount and uh, fight those tickets. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, Hi. beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. And I'm Jake. I'm Chris. I'm Rick. We are recording live from Lufa Cult. Uh, it's a trade show about loofahs, and uh, it's a lot of shower demonstrations. Um, I made an attempt to pronounce Luftkickel once. I got uh, a B, or was it a B minus or a it C minus? I think it was from a Pat Long. Minus from yeah, Patrick I did very Long. bad. Well, oh. I just saw the way Chris was looking at Warren. Like, what is he? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he knows what this <laughs> thing is called. Like, I'm gonna have to correct him, and, yeah. and I don't know if I can say well, I like it where right. Going. I yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I just gave up a long time. Everybody ago. could use a little. Years life. ago, years ago, I gave up. So yeah. So uh, Chris and Jake are with us from the Overcrest podcast. Yep, Correct. that's right. And uh, we just found them at the Triple uh, Zero. Is that what it's called? Triple Zero. Yeah, Triple yeah. Zero. That's, oh, yeah, that's my car's magazine. here in the Triple Zero booth. Yep. Yep. Uh, and you guys just made the long trek out from Minnesota. We did. Which he it's, did. Well, Jake didn't drive. I I always drive. You know, I don't need a co-driver to drive. I always, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I get a little car sick or whatever when other people are driving. But I, it's, it's funny. I drove my car out to Rensport last year drove my car home and of course it's minnesota so it's winter so my car basically went away for six months well you had it you were in the paint shop yeah i was in the paint shop and then i got it back and just drove back out here again could have just left it here pretty much yeah Yeah, so so i actually joined him in denver i didn't want to take a full week off you just didn't want to drive through the yeah i didn't want to suffer through the cornfields in the midwest so I flew into Denver, and from there, we took some fun back roads through yep. the mountains on the way here. Yep. Smart. That's a smart way to do it. Um, how many of these shows have you been to? This is my first loop. Okay. This is my same. first one. Yep. Cool. 
Very cool. And um, so for the listeners, I'm sure by now, if you follow the Porsche world, you'll know that the show's taking place at Universal Studios Backlot, which is home to all your favorite TV shows and movies. And we're sitting in front of the clock tower from Back to the Future. Literally, right. we're sitting in front of it. That's right. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to reenact the scene, go up there as Doc Brown. And oh, like, that would have been nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice so touch. watch for that later. Yes. There's Someone a- asked me, uh, uh, Alex from Bring a Trailer stopped us and we were talking and he said, what stands out to you? It's like the venue is insane. It's hard. I've to- been to a lot of car shows and this is incredible. Yeah. It's my first lift, so I don't have any comparison for that. But in terms of all the car shows I've ever been to, it's. What I love about it, you you walk down these streets and every nook and cranny and little alley, there's another just amazing yeah. car yeah. hiding there. Yeah, yes. and they're literally hiding, some of them. Right? I have a 935 oh, tucked in that back, like, I don't even remember where alley. from here, but it's it's just underneath an arch, and uh-huh. it's just in its own alley yeah. by itself completely, yeah. and 356 next to it and a speedster in front of it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. No, yeah. it's super cool. Yeah. And, a, and a million people. Um, um, there are actually many it, more people than I had anticipated. It's hard to get any photos of anything. Dude, it's you, almost you impossible. have to commit to taking pictures, like street photography. You're, yeah. you're taking a picture of people right. taking pictures of cars. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. You sit there, you wait maybe three minutes to get a yeah. picture. You just wait for people yeah. to wander by and get that moment where you boom. And then there's always that person it. that's just standing there right in front of the car. Yeah. Yep, you know, you're not going to say Usually anything. that's me. That's you. Yeah, you're the guy. You're just like, on your cell phone, just like looking there. Yeah. 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 Um, so you guys are both. You guys do the Overcrest podcast. Yep. Do. Used to be a Porsche podcast. Now you guys have kind of branched it out. It never was really just a dedicated Porsche podcast, but we're both Porsche guys. It just kind of happens to be that we're por- both Porsche guys for uh-huh. sure. But we've we've interviewed lots of people that have nothing to do with Porsches. We do news every week and talk about yeah. you know make fun of Elon Musk for a stupid tweet he made on <laughs> uh-huh. that week. We should actually have a section for that a, but a segment, segment. Yeah, yeah. segment yeah, for yeah. elon musk being an idiot so we talk about all kinds of stuff yeah and i like culture to, in general. I'm, I'm kind of a, a history nerd so i like to dig in do some deep dives on some interesting you know automotive history stories you may not know about yeah uh-huh. that's cool. i just i uh, recently listened to you guys you guys had a two-part series on the best four-cylinder engines of all time i that's took some right. heat for that you did a top should, four yeah i did top four and, and i took a little so bit of I, we need to have a disclaimer this was chris's like Chris's own top four. It's, it should have been Chris's wet dream four cylinders. Yeah, of all yeah. Time. It wasn't top four. It was literally like his favorite. It was right. just maybe four the interesting. Most, the most right? iconic the Chris... in his mind yeah, or something. Yes. Can it I was... get the cliff notes of what was the top? It was the the Drake 16 valve, which is a Volkswagen. Very it's a 280 obscure. horsepower Drake 16 valve that they built in the early 80s by Offenhauser. Drake I think you'd be better off just saying it's a Volkswagen. It's a modified Volkswagen GTI motor. Or, you know, eight, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It's a 16 valve, right? Very young, strong. So yeah. they normally were eight valves. Yeah. But then they put the 16 valve head on it, which gives it another 180 horsepower, basically, which is I think that's pretty special. Yeah. When you look um, at horsepower per liter, it's it's up there. It's and then we did the Porsche four cam engine. Which okay. is Furman. a beauty of engineering. Uh, we did the Mitsubishi 4G 63T. Yeah. 4G 63T. And the B16, Honda B16. Okay. Those were my four picks. And I had more, but I'm like, oh my God. So, I'm- honorable mentions we had the uh, F20 from the Honda 2000. We had. I'm, we had the Red Block. The we had Volvo the, Red Block. The Volvo Red Volkswagen. Yep. yep. Red Block. Uh, there was there, a lot of them there, in there. It's hard because you want to. 
you want to pick stuff that's cool, but we're older, so everything that we think is cool was built in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. But at the same time, the new engines, you look at them, there's it's too easy. Well, it's not. They're all good. You, yeah. They're all good. They're, they're amazing. So good. You throw a chip at them. My my buddy just did a chip intake exhaust on his GTI. Yeah. Things like four hundred horsepower. Yeah, it's crazy. I just got rid of my twenty seventeen GTI, like fully stock. I think it was like a cheater car. It's, yeah. it's you know, too you go easy. out with anyone, you're like, oh, okay, this is cheater car territory. Like, you know, nine six four is fuck you. Things that are perfect and too good just don't have character. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's gotta be it's gotta be able to break. It's gotta most likely break to be to be cool for me. There's gotta yeah. be imperfection. <laughs> I thought you were talking about breaking, like slowing down. No, no, no. It's gotta be broken. The car breaking, the right. engine breaking. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, you have to have that that fear or that, yep. that like there's gotta be risk involved. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's kind of our motto, right? Totally. It's not fun unless you're worried about it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or at least a little worried. There's right. no sense of occasion. Well, I've lost my transmission in the 911 in Sonoma on my way out to Rensport last year. You couldn't find it? Well, oh. it was, shit. <laughs> it went down to I grab something, nothing there. One. Oh, nice. It's, it, it, the ring and pinion went out, and so we swapped a, a camera Whalen from Whalen Motorsports. We put a new transmission in in Sonoma on my way to Rensport. And that's you just have to expect that something's going to happen, and if it doesn't, it's a big bonus. Of course. Yeah, yeah, Which, I, yeah I mean, luckily this time. Yeah, Bradley Brownell, who came down here with us, uh, his, I mean, is the worst car at this whole show by yeah, far. For sure. Sure. But he's his alternator went out, and he's, like, bought another battery, and he's basically swapping batteries back and charging, forth. Just swap, charge, yeah. swap, charge, swap, charge, swap. And then, not? yeah, and same But with, I discovered uh, his battery is nine years old by looking at the oh, date yeah, printed on it, which he failed to look at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Thomas Jutz, who's been on, like, all of our rallies, car. he has a... Uh, 912 soft window targa with a with a built like 2.8 in it i think it's a two no it's a 2.5 or something but like a good motor sure. and uh he he's from up in ukiah which is way northern california and his alternator went out on the way down as well so he's doing the same thing all the way down here i usually he's, get a care package from one of my buddies that has a coil an ignition box and an alternator and i bring that with me every single time it's a good idea yeah. Yeah. yeah those three things if, if something else breaks on an old air cooled 911 yeah you're not gonna you're not fixing it mm -hmm. if it's not right, one of those right, three right. things are you are you going pointless on that thing right now or are you, uh, you no, my engine is an sc engine oh so okay I have a, so you have fuel injection yeah it's cis basic so there's yeah. no o2 sensor or anything uh -huh. it's a short stroke three two that i built mm. um i blew up the three liter a long time ago and just ended up building it up into a three two. Oh, cool so it's it's pretty reliable with the cis across country you don't have i don't have to worry about any of that type of stuff yeah it probably hauls ass too yeah it moves yeah that sounds fun you guys I, doing anything else while you're out here in la uh not really. This is kind of all we came for. I might do some some writing, journalism work, or whatever while I'm here. I'm not sure yet. Celebrity tour, maybe on a chopper. Yeah. <laughs> TMZ ones on Hollywood. Well, we're thinking about it. What oh, other celebrities yeah, that's are there? True. That's true. I that's thought true. I was as I was driving through. We stayed in Sherman Oaks. I'm looking. We're looking at Zillow. All the houses are like three million dollars. Like, there's got to be someone famous around here somewhere that I'm missing out on. And I thought about where would the celebrity tour go? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who knows? Well, no, we, we do an automotive celebrity tour. It's the saddest drive ever. We just you know, it's like oh there. Is Johnny Lieberman's house is just yeah. no, there's no tour. It's I awful. do have a question for the Californians. Why are your roads so bad? Right, I don't understand because we think we're in Minnesota and all the plows and the water yeah. and everything. It's like it's they're bad. They're, they're really bad. bad. Dodging potholes and bad. They're all teenage ditches too. Yeah, I mean, this is SoCal's worse than where we are for sure. But uh, we're up in Santa Cruz, okay, which is 
I don't know if you know, where North Monterey Bay. You yeah, know? I took uh, a picture right in front of the, the theme park. Oh, yeah, the boardwalk. I was out here for Car Week one time. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, it's a little better, but it's still not, they're still not great, not oh. good at all. And Millions. too many people, you can't close roads for long enough to fix them or because you, if you, you close you roads, you're screwing just, everyone. Yeah. You fix one you're doing and then you get back to the, yeah. yeah. Millions yeah. and millions of cars. That's part of the problem. Yeah, right. But you're right. Very bad. A lot of trash. I don't know if you guys have trash on the side of your highways. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Not our, like this. I was our, with someone from Canada, and they were, like, shocked by the amount of trash on California roads. But yep. we don't – yeah, we don't have – it's really clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we really have well, – there's only two and a half million people in the big in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Uh, Part so. of that, too, I think, is that because – I grew up in the Midwest. But um, the weather washes the road, You're actually, right. even though there was, right. so we all get salt and it, it's snow. But, like, that actually cleans the road, and it rains, especially down here, 45 days a year. So like that's nothing. It's just caking on yeah. day after day after day. I bet you it's not even that many. It's days. It's not raining that many days here, dude. Yeah, forty-five yeah. in SF. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's for like sure. Twenty-five here. Yeah, but we have great back roads, so that's where we're you at. Do. Like we, our, our roads suck, but our our driving roads are insane. So you're like, in Twin Cities. I am. And what does it take to go on like a drive? Like it's not bad. We have uh, so the Mississippi River yeah. is right there in between Minnesota and Wisconsin. Yep. So we have what's called the alphabet roads. So in Wisconsin, <laughs> all the county roads are letters. Okay. So each county has its own letters. So, so there's road F. There's F A B B C C S S O O whatever. But each but they don't make sense because each county you can have an your own A in your in oh, whatever great. county you're in. So yeah. we call it the alphabet soup, right? Yeah. So you drive and it's it's great. I mean, you drive down the Mississippi River Valley. There's lots of really great roads. Any elevation? Um, there yeah. is in the valley. Yeah. There. In the valley there, there's cool. lots of elevation changes. Yeah, Nothing yeah. like mountains or anything. Yeah, we don't right. have mountains, right. but there's but lots of canyons and valleys. It's not a grid. It's really, Is it really nice. more like sweepers or is it really tight technical stuff? Or? Um, there's no switchbacks, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of sweepers and tight corners and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, a lot of it is dangerous because it's not engineered very well. Right. <laughs> so right. it's a lot of off-camber, over-crest turns, and it's it's... It's kind of fun. Yeah. So what about uh, police presence? Is it easy to go fast and have fun? Or There's do you... nobody out there. Yeah. And there's, it's, there's no one. It That's comes down I'm... to population density. You yeah. know what I mean? They're not going to have highway patrol there. sitting right. there when you only get however many cars. There's no yeah. one there. Well, that's good. And a lot of the roads are gravel. So if you don't care about oh. gravel, you can have a good time. Oh, there's fun. nobody on those yeah. roads. Do you take your car off those? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't care. But nice. you're bummed. You just painted your car, right? I don't care. It's yeah, fine. It awesome. doesn't matter to me. I, well, it's not his first paint job. It's not his last. That's a great way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, it's rock chips are great. They don't bother yeah. me. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you know, I've uh, I did uh, the when I did drove back last year from Rensport. I went on the Burr Trail, which is seventy miles, but probably about fifty of it is gravel, and it's got the most continuous switchbacks in the country. Whoa! It's a really really sketchy where, single lane where road. Where does it go? That is in Utah. Okay. Um, over by Mexican Hat oh, I've and been by there. Lake Powell. Yeah, yeah. So it's you take Highway 12 through Escalante and go yeah. over Hogback Ridge, which is my favorite road in the world. It's amazing. It's That's this, really, it's really this, good. It's this little road that kind of goes in. There's a canyon on each side. It's, it's so it's, killer. It's amazing. It's a high elevation, too, 9,000 feet at some yeah, point, it's, right? Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're it's, struggling it's, for power. It's huh? scary, on that. man. It's, oh, it's God, scary. You get yeah. on this road, all there is this little curb, and there's just nothing. No guard. So it's very scary. Wow. It's so um, but the burst switchbacks are, once you see, it's probably like 15 to 20% grade up these single-lane switchbacks gravel road. And it's basically, uh, I forget the name of the, the rock feature, but... Um, Oh, what was it called? Nah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's a huge, huge cliff. And the, what they did, they had to drive cattle and livestock across the plain there. And the only way to do it was to go up this. They built these roads to go up. And there's the Burr Trail, 
and then there's the Mokey Dugway. And both are gravel, but they're some of the most incredible roads that I've ever been on. Just wow. the that way sounds that they, fun uphill too. So a little oh, man, like yeah. sideways action. The thing is, the... I had my wife with me, and uh-huh. I didn't really know how dangerous it really was. <laughs> so I I come around the corner and I go on the first one. And I'm like, wabba, and I just you know drift around the first one. And then I look over the edge. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. My wife was like, no, yeah. nope. All you're, done. You're putting up this yep. thing. So yeah. we're so we were going down. Oh, that's sketch. Yeah. So we were going down. Yeah, Both yeah. times we went Pushing, down. Yeah. That's yeah. But I really like to go revisit that. And honestly, the only thing that is is bad about gravel is when it's washboardy. And you said, you know, drive over the washboard of it. A lot of it was like that. And you know when you take like a a number two pencil and you put it in your fingers and you go like this with it and it looks rubbery. Yeah. Yeah. You start going fast enough over these. You almost fender. My fender looked like it was liquid. Yeah. I pulled over and I had to grab it and pull on it to see if it was still no it was still there but it just that, it was yeah. doing had this frequency vibration where it just looked liquid yeah, it's like yeah. Phil oh Gilsdorf bombing in his 356 oh yeah you faster you go it's actually better than doing slow I tried that but it didn't oh. really work very well for me <laughs> yeah I remember I was on one of our rallies we were on this long it's basically a straight dirt gravel road yep and I'm behind this Honda S2000 and I'm in my 944 and we're doing like 15 miles an hour just like oh hurting just like oh god i'm ruining the car our buddy phil gilsdorf goes by us in his 356 cab at 70 miles an hour yeah and he's just flying and just floating over everything yeah and then paul from auto kennel goes by at the same same pace and i'm like shit that's how it's done you know pull out and do it and by that time i had already shaken my exhaust loose at the header oh man it was all it was all messed up it's brutal on the cars the nicest gravel road i've ever been on was the road to the entrance to area 51 is the most beautiful smooth gravel road you've ever been on in your life government gravel is nice gravel government gravel yeah it was a beautiful road it's like 13 miles long going 80 on this gravel road just plume of smoke behind us that was my fourth band name government gravel government (laughs) gravel (laughs) that is a good band name (laughs) sounds grungy was it a grunge band it was it was flannel only yeah (laughs) yeah yeah So you guys, you mentioned you were out here doing, maybe you can do some articles and stuff. Like, yeah, are you, so you I'm write a journalist. And, yeah, yeah, I'm a journalist and photographer. I do a lot of Porsche stuff, work for Porsche Panorama, work for Triple Zero. Um, current issue of Triple Zero has a 56-page article that I wrote and shot of my road to run sport and back, which oh, cool. was, uh, was back roads only. So it was about a 115-hour round trip. You said 56-page article? It's 50, yeah, 54, 56 pages. Whoa. Yeah, long form. It's, it's 12,000 <laughs> words, and then the, fo- the photos, obviously. Oh, so it's, it's really long. Um, it's like three trips to the bathroom to yeah, get through it. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it depends on how long you spend in the bathroom, but I yeah, estimate yeah, about three like trips. That's like one trip. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, so that I work for them. I do a lot of stuff. There's there's some cars around here, owners that I've talked to, and I'm trying to decide what I can actually get done while I'm out here. Uh-huh. So we'll see how it goes. I'm not sure. I can stay a few more days if I want to or drive home. I was actually thinking maybe I would leave the car here. And then fly out and drive it back. Because if I leave now, I have to rush home. Oh yeah, if I leave that's it, the way to do it. Just maybe take leave it, it here and fly home, and then fly out and get it. And do You're something. California yeah. Porsche. Just leave it here. Just right? leave it here forever. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, it's you my need the Minnesota Porsche. Then yeah, too. I need another one. I have a. I bought a C, uh, 1998 C43 AMG the other day. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I I bought that in uh, Monterey. Didn't, didn't you have Rick one? had a C36? Cool car. And yeah, I, I bought it by or. Monterey or Marin County or somewhere up by San Francisco. I don't know the areas that well. And drove that back, got stuck in the bomb blizzard or whatever that was. Oh, bomb, yeah. Cyclone. Oh, yeah. bomb cyclone yeah. blizzard. So I was driving this thing with the crappiest tires ever in a blizzard. It was it was sketchy. But I made it home. So that I've got that at home. That's kind of a fun car to drive. So I thought maybe I would leave it here. But 
I don't know, in the summer, I daily drive my 911. So it's tough yeah, to, that's a kind I, of bummer. If it was here, I would just be like, ah. Yeah, be like, you'd have to come back in like two weeks. Right? Yeah, I would, I would have to be within a month, I think. Which yeah. is, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I don't it know how much be... it is to store a car here. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you don't uh, know anyone? 200 bucks. I could people. probably figure it out. There's people. Yeah, yeah you, I could figure it out. Could. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you'd have a hard time. Ask Auto Kennel to consign it and then say, I don't want to sell it. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's easy. Um, cool. And then how about you, Jake? You said you have a 71 911? I have a, a 1970 911 okay. T. It's kind of a basket case. It was a Minnesota car its whole life, and it, it's had a hard life. It was someone's race car, kind of a track rat for a while. So I'm slowly bringing that back to where it needs to be, and... It's fun not having to worry about it, though. Right? Jake and I have diametrically opposed tastes. That's very true. As well. So, yeah, orange car. I'm making it kind of a hot rod. He disagrees with everything I'm doing. It makes for a... <laughs> well, your car's a hot rod. It is. But, but it you, is. you like a more OEM plus look, I would Mine's call. very subdued. Right. You know, I've got RS finish wheels. You know, it's... I got Magnus Outlaw wheels on mine. Uh, okay. It's tangerine. He's got my old blue bumpers on yeah, it. So I got uh, the different yeah. colored bumpers, RS that's bumpers. That's lane style. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. He's yeah, got some things different. from the Renline catalog. I have no things from the Renline catalog. Gotcha. That kind of, if that yeah, lets some anybody kind of know. Yeah, I don't some, have any of that. Some brushed aluminum or something. So it's it's kind of fun to make fun of Jake. I mean, yeah. You can make right. fun of him for his for being short, but also the car. Which, let's keep in mind, you're only like an inch taller than me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and you guys are both, obviously, you're both into like 911s and stuff, but uh, what's your car history? like? Oh, man. I have Chris owned, here, I don't think we can even count. I've owned so, I've probably owned... Probably 75 cars now. Average ownership for you, though, Chris, is like maybe very short. Very short. I've owned just recently. I bought a Yugo. I bought a Yugo. I drove up to North Dakota. Went out, yeah, and bought a Yugo GV. Yeah, and that was that was an interesting road trip back. Um, I've owned probably 25 Mark One Volkswagens. Oh wow, a lot of Mark Two Volkswagens. That's cool. Um, I've old Mercedes. We both started with the with yeah, Mark, yeah. Mark, yeah. Mark One, Mark Two. So. Yep. So I've owned many of those. I've old Mercedes like W123 chassis. That's what I went to prom in. Nice. You know, I've had a a, a 380 SC in 1984 that I got in California and drove back. I just so many, yeah, so many, so many cars. That's cool. Yeah. And that was kind of so. What was your uh, High school car, 16. What I had a you... 19. Uh, well, if I wanted to say I was cool, it was when I was 18, I got an 83 Rabbit. But in oh, high art school. Oh, style. Yeah, go for yeah. it. But, in, but Our buddy realistically, I drove a Mercury Grand Marquis. That was my grandpa's. Yeah, that's very so Midwest that, of you. Yeah, very, very. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I broke that car doing like, a, I was like, oh, let's just rev it up in neutral and throw it in drive. I'm 16. That'll be fun. Yeah. I broke my grandpa's car. Not great. <laughs> I got my first speeding can't, ticket in that car. clutch drop an automatic turns out. No. Yeah, yeah. There's things you learn. How about you, Jim? Jake, what was your uh, first high car? school car was a uh, ticket red Mustang. It was an SN95 Mustang. Oh. I will have to admit it was the V6, V6. though. Otherwise, oh, wow. Chris would have told you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I had plenty of tickets in that. Automatic? Even, even with, no, it was a five-speed. Oh, okay, so okay. It was still a did fun you put, car. Did you put the other exhaust tip on the other side so everybody thought it was yes, a V8? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Sweet. I, like, I had the full exhaust on it, and I had the bullet wheels, you know, the American racing wheels. Uh -huh. After that, I had a Mark IV R32 Volkswagen. Oh, Cool. Uh, and then recently before this 911, I had a water-cooled, a 996. That okay. was kind of a hot rod as well. It had a 4-liter uh, yeah. Allen Engineering kit in it. Did that motor blow up at all? Or it did. Yeah. Cool. And then it 
kind of did again. So, so, I'm thinking, my, so I think one of the annoying. favorite cars I've ever owned was that Yugo, just because the experience we had driving it back, I was... Um, Sounds like a, more of a great experience rather than the best car. But the car was the... Was the catalyst? Was the, it was exactly. the catalyst. It was the vehicle for the for the exploration, uh-huh. which makes it very special. Because every car for me is just a, just a way to explore and a way to experience things. So the car is tied directly in with the experience. And it's, to me, it's the same. So the experience is the same one as the, the same. car for me. It's the, it's the same thing. So we were driving back, and I go, oh, my God, there's a rabbit pickup truck on cinder blocks in that guy's yard. So we, we turn around, takes me forever to get the Volvo up to speed again, drive back <laughs> to this guy's house, knock on his door, nobody comes out. So we start to walk away and we see this door finally open up and it's this dude in this red shirt with bibs, really big guy, really big. And he's- Lloyd he a, is Lloyd. Like 85 no, maybe? No, no, he was in his, ni- well into his 90s. Was he? Well into uh, his 90s, his wife had just passed away um, very recently. And uh, we started talking to him, but he's got like a garage full of Volks, old Volkswagen rabbits and stuff. And he's just always had them around and worked on them and we got to hang out and he gave me a tailgate off a truck like a white tailgate right. so i got lloyd's white tailgate off his awesome. pickup truck it was just such an amazing experience hanging out with lloyd it's just i get goosebumps just thinking about that trip and, and that's for me that's what it's all about buying right. cars and driving them across the country and what you experience and all that stuff that's what it's really about by the time i get home i don't want the car anymore <laughs> you know, I'm well, especially it. when it's a yugo gv that, which is universally known as yes. one of the worst vehicles ever sold in america they're not that they bad. actually aren't it this, was fun to drive it was very low miles it was very clean it was a really nice car i mean everything's plastic you feel like it's going to snap off and totally. break anytime but yeah. it was it was a really nice car um it was for what yeah. it was for what it gave and me. what did you do as yeah. soon as you got it home by the way i lowered it <laughs> he slammed oh. it i did it, they have this weird <laughs> suspension if you know how uh, like an audi old audi works it has like the the suspension is like a sway bar that goes across the oh, front yeah. but it's but it, so it was like that so, so we ended up cutting there's leaf springs in the rear right so we like flipped to some stuff and cut it and just lowered the thing and that was yeah. it. I was like, okay. Took I did, some pictures. Took and... some pictures and sold it to a guy who now has a, a sport coat that he wears only when he drives that car. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so he drives it. He's a banker, so he drives it and parks it in his boss's parking spot to make him angry. He parks a Yugo in his car. That's pretty spot. good. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Otherwise, I had a, I went and got a 200,000 mile, over 200,000 mile 996. That's automatic great. with an aero kit. Ooh white and i got it for 6500 bucks so i flew out there drove that back got three miles down the road in a severe thunderstorm the rear tire blows out the cords were showing on the inside which i didn't see that was an interesting car to own. that good. i got home and i was like says sell this car immediately oh man which was kind of the plan how did you do on it probably okay I, yeah i sold it for i think 11 or twelve thousand. yeah wow but uh, it had a terrible ticking sound it was uh, like tick 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 when it would run it just sounded awful so, so I, he's I'm, thinking the worst i'm thinking know. the worst of what's train. going on yeah loose spark plug oh nice the thing ran mint but i did all kinds of, I, I took the whole intake manifold off i'm like is there a vacuum leak so i rebuilt all the vacuum system what you a nightmare just for upholstered. just for a just for a stupid loose spark plug i did so much work I was, I, i've never driven a tiptronic porsche it is the worst it's so bad transmission yeah. in a sports car I'm you could ever surprised you got 11 or 12 when you said that car and you're describing it 200,000 miles 996 there's nobody wants to start white with. arrow kit that's a good with looking car white though. arrow it, it kit true. it wasn't a with bad the, looking with car with the with the baseball glove leather interior i mean it's that's a good look it was a yeah, good look a for good car. Combo, the yeah. guy bought it he's <laughs> What are you buying it for? Well, I'm gonna. He shows up. He's got a McLaren, like an older McLaren Whoa. or whatever. It's like one of the 300 or whatever they call. I don't know much about new cars, but um, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna use that as my track <laughs> car. M4-12C. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Vacuum cleaner. Um, he's gonna use the Tiptronic 996 <laughs> yeah. as his track car. 
Wait, what? Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, here, yeah. please buy this thing. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're awesome. <laughs> Go dude. for it. It's the, it, even when I was selling it at 10 or 11 or 12 or whatever it was, um, I think I had it up for 14. The, when you have a cheap Porsche for sale, the people that come out of the woodwork, yeah, it's brutal, man. I have so found I've, that selling cheaper cars is way worse than selling expensive it's cars. Oh, yeah. Way it's worse. awful. Yeah, Warren recently. Hey, will you take had... payments? Will you take $500? <laughs> oh, yeah. Will well, you trade me an ATV? Dirt like bike. A dirt bike, yeah. <laughs> a pickup truck. And a trailer. Yeah. No, hold on, And some though. used clothes. I'll give you ten grand, but... It's cash. It's cash. Oh, yeah, cash. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, well, where are It's you always that cash what, what offer, the, and you're like, yeah, like, what, what well, would it be otherwise? I'm not taking anything else. <laughs> Nobody's so. giving you a loan for a 200,000 mile 996. What are we doing yeah, here? Yeah. Yes, cash. That's yeah. the only option. Yep. I don't know. Bitcoin. That's, oh, yeah. Cash today. That's the other one. Cash today. Cash and then today. when can you come? Tomorrow. Yeah. That's <laughs> 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 so good. Oh, man. And they're trying to, like, beat you up on stuff you said in the ad for oh, what you totally. priced it for. It's like, well, it has that damn, this damn on the rig. Yeah, like, yeah, that's why it's selling yeah, for this exactly. much. The real and, problem now is bring a trailer. I set this weird barometer yeah. for what cars are worth. So I was looking, when I bought the C43 MG, I was looking at everything. Old 540Is, the E39, E34, E28. I was looking at all these different things. And every time I would talk to somebody, they'd have the thing that would be overpriced. It's six or $7,000. One just sold a trailer for 40 well, I saw one guy. Yeah, this was, I'm like, dude, that thing had four miles yeah, on it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your car has 180000 Well, yeah. this is what the value. No, man. That was one owner, perfect original paint, 4,000 miles. And it was, it was like, an auction, by the way. Yeah. Like, prices. Yeah, auction this thing yeah. off. I'll be there to buy it for six bucks. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, so that's that's made things really, really hard on old cars because the bring a trailer effect is real. Yeah, it for is. For someone that likes to just go buy old shit and drive it home, it's become a problem it's yeah. hard it's difficult well now yeah. you find this. some crazy little accidental things like i accidentally bought a car for like 1200 dollars on bring a trailer once or something yeah. like that like i, I know reserve auction that. Yeah. no one's really paying much attention to and like yeah. i accidentally i, I bid it's... i was like no way this thing's got i think it was like 1800 bucks i was like no way it'll go for 1800 <laughs> i literally left for the weekend and like i came back and i had one and you were like, like oh, oh shit wow. yeah, <laughs> and i didn't <laughs> want it but i took it anyway yeah. yeah it was a volvo 142 which yeah. is a cool car nice. so is it fuel injected yeah super cool car well this is uh, it's funny looking at all, all the like everything going around here and everyone coming coming in and out we just saw kyron barrett yeah and uh hurley haywood was back there and yep. uh, so jerry seinfeld and uh who else it's uh, gotta be tough being famous people walking around and stuff yeah. like God. just that's please why jerry's wearing a hat and a coat i you know yeah. people weren't really bothering him though no oh, i don't no. think so because i think everyone knows he hates talking to people yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be like larry david walking through <laughs> yeah uh, everyone knows the story of him and Keish kesha or whatever yeah i know <laughs> no, thank you no thank you <laughs> well would she try to hug him like yeah oh, that's a little over the top yeah you know it's not like tmz or something kesha yeah. comes up yeah it was a big deal to, like, do a big hug and he's like who are you he's no. like who are you and said no he says no thank you like yeah. no thank you no thank yeah. you yeah and she's kind of you know think that'll make me famous if i just go up there and try to hug him oh. will i get the same effect take that shirt off before you do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like overcast podcast i'll be doing a solo podcast pretty soon that'll be great yeah exactly <laughs> so are you guys uh recording any podcasts when you're in town we or? were going to but I think we're going to recap everything all at once. So, yeah, I mean, we, we had the trip out here, which is interesting in itself. And that was going to be an episode. But I was like, you know, I think people really want to hear about Luft as well. Yeah, and right. so we're going to do it all in one take this next week. Yep. Uh-huh. Cool. Like 10 hour show or something. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> uh, we try to keep everything to like an hour, hour and 15 minutes, but it's tough. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's tough so to hard. narrow it down. I remember our first podcast ever was like an hour and 15 minutes. And then... 
you know, not even planned. We're like, what are we going to talk about? Sit down. Yep. Hour 15 minutes. The next one, it was exactly an hour 15. And it's go, like well, kind of like, I guess this is the format Yeah, now. <laughs> it's kind of the sweet spot. You yeah, know? it works out really well and right around that time. We've definitely had it where we had like guests with so much, like just like basically that are verbose and yeah. we've had them go like over two hours. But yeah, for the most part, hour hours yeah, usually are norm sure. kind yeah, of yeah. thing. So um, these these episodes are a little different because we're kind of just you know doing it real quick, right? Off the cuff, sorta. So I do have a question for you guys. Yeah, have yeah. you had a chance to really walk around the show yet? A little bit. What's what does anything stand out to you? What's your favorite car here? It's an impossible question. It so, is impossible. So I see a lot of people spending a lot of time looking at a few cars that we have local to us. From So in Santa Cruz, there's a uh, collector, Canepa, and he's got a, a workshop and consignment. And there's a few cars here, like the 959s, the 917. Um, he has a 9... Uh, what's his race car? He has a 934, 934 which is awesome. That's one, one of my favorite cars, that orange one. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of his cars. I was, I was um, actually... A, so those are obviously very cool ago. cars. I, I really like this gray roof slant nose. Uh, it's a just a, like I can almost see it from here. Uh, very cool car. There's a 356, a red one over there. And I talked to the guy. And is it kind of dark red? It's it's in the it's in the hallway or you know, the alley. Alley? Yeah, yeah, it's in the alley. Dark you see, red you see it's got military plates on yes. it? Yes. Oh, really? That car was picked up by the owner and driven through Russia in 1960. Whoa. 1960? Incredible story that he took hundreds of slide photos. So he's got all kinds of slide photos of the inti- inside of the 356 factory and stuff I like that. I saw him showing that book to someone. Maybe it was you. It was me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you take a picture of him with the book? I did not. Oh. So um, is it original, the car, or is it uh, restored? Some of it's original. Some of it's not. Okay. Uh, I know the interior is not anymore, but it's more about the story. Because the guy daily drove the car till he died at 84 years old. Wow. So, Dude. Well, it's definitely pretty not original awesome. then. But That's yeah. cool. I mean, that makes sense. So that car really does That's it for cool. me. That, but yeah. See, that would be so nice to have more information. I know what they they did this year is each car has a placard that has yep. a number, and you can go to the app or something and get the story. I wish I would have known that's what was going to happen when I wrote my thing. That's what everyone said. I'm like, oh, well, now I sound like kind of a douchebag. So someone we... So what we were talking about like an application. Now yeah, I just look yeah. Like a we, were, we were talking about s- someone else who shall shall be you know remain nameless, but uh, he was saying that he wrote this whole thing, and he's like, "Damn, I wish I would have known," because yeah. now I f- sound like I'm a total douche, and I was just talking myself up like I'm the coolest guy on earth. <laughs> right? You know, and I was and, all like, "Get out! I, I love to drive my car and get out and explore. It's the best way to experience your Porsche." Blah blah <laughs> yeah, blah. Yeah, And now I just now, look, I, now like, I look okay. like a preacher. Yeah, like of, of you're the like, church of driving. You're, you're like the Magnus, you're get, you're like get on drive and oh man, <laughs> all, all the quotes and stuff. Um, so, how about so three fifty six? That stood out. That um, stood out for me. I I honestly I haven't had a chance to walk around much yet. Yeah, yeah. I've been kind of more. How it goes? We we're just saying you'll a week from now you'll go. Why didn't I spend more time looking at that car? Or, yeah, you know. I know it's always that way. Yeah, yeah. I I mean. I, I don't really have one. I mean, that a lot of the, you know, this is the anniversary of the 914, and there's, like, a bunch of real GTs over there, which yeah. is a pretty pretty big deal if you're in a 914. So, yep. And there's a green one up on the pedestal, on a pedestal in the middle, which is really cool. Um, I, I, that car, I dig that car a lot. I mean, but in reality, like, any one of these cars could be, like, sitting, you know, we always say, like, if one of these cars was sitting in a parking lot, I would stare at it forever. I'd be looking right. at it. I'd be getting down, like right. taking all these photos. Here, I'll walk by those 
yeah. like ha- yeah. you know most of those cars yeah. it's just it's totally sens- sensory overload it's and- like being at a fashion show and all the beautiful women are walking around yeah, you're just yeah. like i can't like, i can't i yeah, can't right. i can't <laughs> yeah. it's too much yeah. yeah and after a while you're like oh that's just what women look like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those just, yeah those are just cars so. yeah yeah um, there was also uh, Jeff Swartz 964 rally car or yeah. Pikes Peak. Yeah, uh-huh. I was I gonna say there's a, car. like a 73 Safari car. I don't. It might be a 73. I'm not sure. A Safari car in that same area. And that yeah. thing was pretty awesome. Yeah. There's the the Hawaiian car. Tropic 935 that was oh, driven by yeah. Paul Newman at Le Mans. So that's Adam Carolla's car now, that's right? That's Adam right. Carolla's car. Yeah. I wrote an article for Panorama about that car uh-huh. and got to talk to oh, Dick nice. Barber about that car and learned a lot about Paul Newman and what kind of race car driver he was and that he was just right. really good and um, all, all the guys back in the day would just with those cars would just slowly turn the boost up and maybe nobody would notice Yeah, he never touched the boost he's like he's the most reliable driver we ever had really? on, on our race team and ah, stuff. Was, so that was kind of cool I love that car just because my personal history of shooting and yeah. being around it and talking to Adam yeah and, and you have like so that. much knowledge behind yeah, so I, that car. I know the story of that car where it's mm-hmm. been it's it's called the old war horse it's been in so many different variations it's also the apple car Oh, so really? if you see the Apple 935, yeah. it's the same oh, car. Shoot. Oh, shoot. Yeah. But there's another 935 Apple car still. No. That well, was the- at Laguna Seca, we've seen it. I don't think so. If it is, it's it's not the, the car. So this okay. is um, after uh, Newman drove it with Dick Barber, uh, Bob Garrett's ended up going and driving it um, at Daytona and stuff like that. And it was based at Le Mans, too, but it, the, the crank broke and a bunch of other problems and stuff like that. So but that the delivery that it has now, the Hawaiian Tropic one, is the one where it you know, basically got second place to Le Mans behind the Whittington brothers. So the one I'm picturing has a Japanese Apple livery. Uh no, no, this is no the, it doesn't have la- that. You're talking about the pink one? No, it's another pink car. Has, it's Apple. I'll have to huh. look it up. It's, I think there are a lot one. of tribute cars as well. Well, this is at Laguna Seca for the historic, so it's definitely not tribute, but maybe it's a different variant of that. Yeah, so there was only one Apple car ever. Well, only one Apple race car ever, ever, and it's that, that one. That Apple sponsor. That Apple sponsor is that one. So if, huh. there's there's some RWV versions. There's some replicas. Yeah, there's some yeah. stuff going around, but crazy. But they re- obviously the most valuable form of that car is when it was at Le Mans when won its class yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's so that's what it is. Paul Newman's car. That's that's, that's the valuable right, version. And, and that's the Apple what, car is arguably more. I mean that's it's how more attractive. I, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Adam's building an Apple car to park uh, next to it. Uh, so he's okay. building kind of like a, a tribute to it to is have. Is he here both. today? I'm sure he's around somewhere. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm trying to think of some other standouts that I saw. Uh, there's a. I was just showing these guys a picture of a uh, dark green Singer Targa with a insane confetti interior yeah. that's woven leather. Woven leather seats, dash, door panels. I mean everything. It's the crazy. Fin- finish on that stuff is always there's, impressive. There's so three of them together or four parked in a little corner. This venue though is just so unreal. Uh, everywhere you look, it's like. Uh, Awesome backdrops, crazy buildings. Uh, yeah, it's hard to kind of wrap. Ten million mind people. Um, yeah, I, I was uh, just parking in the parking garage. Oh my god, there's like a singer, so there's singers, and you know everything. And right. It was like that. That's a show of its own. You know, sure. like most shows, the parking lot is better than the actual show. Right. I think in in this case, you you know actually the show is better than the parking lot a lot of times but uh just because they do get a nice variety of cars right. and they're not all garage queens kind of like right. perfect show cars you know you have a nice diversity uh like there's a a beat up old 914 we were looking at with like it's like a 7518 or something like a the worst variant of a 914 but it's kind of 
it's straight, but it has like rusty tops. Right. And it has an old rain, like a rainbow sticker in the back. It's faded. It's all <laughs> for faded. Forty years. Yeah, just stuff like that. Super cool to see. Well, that's, that's the stuff that you don't see. It's easy to paint a car. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and when you see the way that it's looked over the last forty-five years or whatever, yeah. the patina that it's earned. That's why new cars to me aren't cool. Mm-hmm. When a brand new car rolls off the lot, I've driven a GT2 RS. It's fine. It's perfect. Yeah. And there's no there's no defects to it whatsoever. It's gonna be. 20 years before that car is actually cool it's got to earn it somehow yeah yeah it has to it has to have a story behind it like right. you were saying like all the cars the two cars that you pointed out that are your favorites yep both had these like great stories behind them let's be clear the 996 not my favorite i don't want that to be attached to me Which at 996? <laughs> <laughs> no he means the ones you pointed out here no oh, you pointed out here yes. the 356 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the um the 930 the 935 yeah so you know both of those have these like great stories behind them and that's kind of like what makes you know you could look at a car and be like oh yeah look at that it used to have these wheels and now it has this and it has these rock chips and without the story it's just a machine yep and that's one of the coolest things yep. about is when you sit down and you look at something you can see that it's it's not only art as form but it's actually a machine that functions uh-huh. so it, taking that machine through history yeah and seeing the things that it's done for people yeah. is is the, is that's what i love about my car is what it's done for me what it's allowed me to do yeah, that's yeah. that that's what makes the best stories is the cars that have allowed people to do things and experience things and that's but there's lots of cars out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the fact that you drove, you know, I'm sure there's a some Ironman award or something, but you drove your car out here from <laughs> Minneapolis. Right. And then, and then there's like, I mean, not as far, but our, our buddy, crazy Greg drove his 356 from up north and, you know, it just trucking along on the right. highway. There's and no awards at this show, huh? No, there isn't. Hmm. Which is kind of cool. Just Instagram's your reward, man. Yeah, right. How many yeah. likes did you get? I know. <laughs> that's the real Maybe reward. that's a business model. You can compile, like, the most Instagram captures. Oh, no. By, that's just going to be car. a popularity contest. Yeah, popularity oh contest. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I left that behind in high school. I don't need that anymore. <laughs> you need to cut that's that out. That's what it is anyway. Yeah, exactly. can we delete that? I was gonna, you need to cut <laughs> that out of the podcast. I'm that's, trying to do no, that. That's the app I'm creating, monetizing this. Uh, just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's podcast. Yeah, I think so. That's well, it, huh? Actually, do you have any? Right. Um, do you want to ask a couple of our trivia questions? Like our, oh, our no. little, yeah. not our trivia, but our no, little, no, no. our Interview. little. Um, I do like. We have questions. um. So this isn't trivia, but we're gonna do throughout today. We're meeting up with a few other people. Okay. And we're gonna do. We're asking them a few specific questions, basically, sure. and they're questions that come up on our podcast. We end up talking about foods and random weird I'm stuff. Right so <laughs> we're gonna ask you a couple okay. of questions. If Warren can pull it up here, no, I don't know. Where's the Jeopardy music when you need it's it? It's fucking so far deep in this text thread that I don't know if I can get well, it. Well, we can pull up Wait. a couple, right? I mean, one of them is Taco Bell or Chipotle. Yep, Taco Bell or Chipotle. That's a tough question. I mean, it's it's more about expediency. We right? didn't. We never said these questions would be easy. So. Uh, <laughs> Finally, we're getting to the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, for me, it would be probably be Chipotle. Mm. I make a mess with whatever I get at Chipotle, so I, I kind of dig Chipotle. Although, okay. did you know that you can get a chili cheese burrito at Taco Bell? No. It's not on the menu. It's a secret good? item. <laughs> I, mean, right. I, I could wrap a piece of shit right. in a tortilla. Would you want that? <laughs> I'm going to try it, it's, dude. See what they'll charge you for. I'm it. trying it. It's, it's on the secret menu. They can get okay. you a chili cheese burrito. See? Everything try has it. a secret menu. I know. A secret How about you, menu. Jake? Yeah, probably Chipotle, but I have to say I've 
eaten a lot more Taco yeah, Bell yeah. recently than I have. It's all Chipotle, about the expediency, right? man. It's just in and out, get it done. Yep. Both in your mouth and at the restaurant. Uh, it's expediency uh, and cost. For a $7 burrito from Chipotle, you can have 400 tacos. Taco Bell. <laughs> right. So true. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Um, uh, <laughs> how do I phrase this? Cheese or air travel? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Do I have I've to give? Him. Am I giving up one or yes. the other? Cheese yeah. or air travel? I'll give up air travel. I drive anyway. Yeah, yeah you drive I, from oh. Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, I don't need air travel. Back, I hope you don't ever roads. need to get to England. You're gonna have a very tough drive. Hey, <laughs> boats. But you've already already been to England, probably, right? I have not. Oh shit. Oh. Okay. I so Chris and I are both from Wisconsin. Originally. I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I mean, even, to give up cheese. So we're not <laughs> giving up cheese, and I <laughs> just yeah, those curds. You're smart. Oh, yeah. um, you know what makes a good cheese curd? Huh. They need to squeak when you eat them. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, God, I could go for a cheese curd right now. Uh, really Twix or Kit Kat? Twix. It's more variety in the item. Not a big candy bar guy. I, I don't care one way or the other. Chocolate, okay. caramel, cookie versus cookie chocolate. Wait, two kinds yeah. of chocolate. Yeah, though. there's, there's little, more to it. Little. Plus, when you eat a when you eat a Twix, you could eat one and go, oh yeah, there's another one. Oh yeah, yeah Kit Kat has four pieces. Yeah, we'll say, you can say that three more times with the Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah. But it's all uh, one piece. You have yeah. to break it up into four True. pieces and then eat one and then go. Oh, I got three more. True story. Yeah. True Lane, story. Like, but you splits them down the middle and <laughs> yeah, I do some weird shit. Weird stuff. Uh, you break them in half the wrong so, way. And I do. You don't want to know. I've creeped some people out eating them. We had a we had a listener send us a big box of each because of this debate so, oh really yeah yeah um what's one of the oh, other beef jerky dry or moist uh dry moist. i'll have to go with dry oh, oh yeah you're gonna dry a and a moist i feel it's more flavor when it's to moist i feel like it's not cooked well, i feel like oh this shit came out of the goes, oven too soon it goes too fast when it's dry you have to work on like an old miner i know a, <laughs> i want my jaw to hurt it. after the bag exactly. you want to work for that yeah you know, soak it get yeah. all the wet it i know and you kind of, oh it's gross you kind of suck off all the juices <laughs> yeah. and stuff oh yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah exactly it's excellent road trip food grossly overpriced at the gas station which is disappointing when in Rome, sort of thing. Um, yep. I lo- <laughs> laughing about this even talking about. It. Okay, you're in a, a concrete room. Pissed off horse is up in front of you, or a wolf. Um, I'm gonna say horse because the wolf has really sharp teeth and claws. <laughs> The horse, I, I mean, that's just a rodeo, right? People do this for fun. There's no fighting wolves as a sport that but, I know of. But are you a cowboy? I wear cowboy boots, oh, so oh, closer yeah. than fighting a wolf. I would probably take the horse as well because I feel like I could just stand in the corner and let it calm down. Yeah, yeah. You know, a horse is a docile animal to begin with. If that wolf is hungry, I'm fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long so. as you can avoid the horse's hooves, you're good. Well, how yeah. big is this room? If we're in a four by four room with an angry horse, I'm uh, dead. Yeah, let's say it's like well, 20 we'll say by it's 20. Like, or yeah, something. 20 by 20. Oh, yeah. I would just go huddle in the corner and just be like, nice horsey. Yeah. I, right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could I hop like on it. top of it, too, and you ride the horse around. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know what if it's that simple, but yeah, yeah. maybe. But what, if, but what if you could get the wolf to calm down and have the wolf as a pet? Because you could have the horse as a I pet. I mean, that'd be pretty badass. You could have so. a wolf. You could ride the wolf around. Do I have the beef jerky? That's the real question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that would help with the wolf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any others, Warren? I can't find it. I'm sorry. Okay. This is too. It's too deep. Too deep. Yep. Do we do that's what she said jokes on this podcast? <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> Never do those. Try. 
Yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. All right, I guess that's a podcast. You guys want to? Yeah, thanks for coming on. Why don't you, you guys uh, really appreciate plug it. what you're doing? Tell us where to find you. Um, just at Overcrest Podcast. Okay, that's, okay. that's it. Yeah, just find us there. The, all the different platforms. We're everywhere. Just search Overcrest on your, you know, your favorite way to listen to podcasts. We're there. And the mm-hmm. 400 page article you wrote for that's in triple zero. If you want to read that, you can get a subscription that's very there. Cool. Yeah, it's 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 neat. Nice. I'm cool. really really lucky to be able to have an outlet where I can write how I want to write, shoot how I want to shoot, and have it published. You no, know, most, that's amazing. Most, most magazines would never 54, 56 pages yeah. of a road trip. Yeah, I actually, I remember seeing that you did an article um, about Lee Keen's uh, safari, his little, yep. his, his thing, and I remember seeing it was something like 18 pages or something like it's, that. It's really long. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's that's nice. one of those. It's the only magazine I've ever worked for, and I've been doing this a long time, that allows you to have the freedom that's it's really it's, cool. It's 250 pages. Yeah. You know. They're basically coffee table books. They're coffee table books. Quarterly books. Absolutely. Sure. So yep. they can, you can find them at, at triple zero, whatever. Little triple zero collectors, magazine or something. collector's items. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks yeah, for thank having you. us. We thanks really, guys. really appreciate it. Awesome. We'll see you next time. Take Bye. care. I think one of the favorite cars I've ever owned was that Yugo, just because the experience we had driving it back.